Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast, home of the zestiest, funniest, most intellectual takes you'll ever hear on the Knicks. We have a PhD in Knicks, okay? Three Knicks junkies coming on the mic. Dougie Fresh, what's good? This shit was a wrap when you saw Taj Gibson with the Universal Soldier glasses on. This shit was Dunzito. He came out after getting smacked in the fucking cornea by Clint Capella and then showed out. Shout out to Rex Specs. Big respect to Rex Specs. D-Boy, what's good? You're, we need to talk about Frank and the braids and how badly Tibbs needs to unlock him. Wait, Frank had braids? Yeah. Yeah. What? That was the key to, <laughs> that was the, key to the whole Randall situation. And resurgence. Oh, I don't know why Tibbs doesn't see the vision. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Frank needs to hit the salon ASAP for every game. Speaking of hitting the salon and feeling sad about being bald, it's me, Monty. Final score, New York 120, Toronto 103. Walt Suit was an intergalactic planetary. A stellar run by the Knicks and Julius Randle brought the Garden to cloud nine against the six. We're going to get into quick hits. Nine in a row, the flowers are booming in Gotham. Let's give them out. The Gary Trent Jr., who's your daddy most valuable player, goes to Steve Nash's godson, R.J. Barrett. He was the centerpiece of the Knicks' run to pull away in the second half, scoring 20 of his 25 points in the final two periods. Masasagwa, stand up. The Hubert Goober Davis Deadeye Golden Arrow goes to Julius Randle for his uncanny 5 of 7 shooting from deep. He also scored 30 for the sixth time in the last seven games. MVP! MVP! The Princess Leia New Hope Flower Crown goes to the one and only Thomas Joseph Thibodeau Jr., who has not played Alfred Payton more than 30 minutes since March 4th. The Dancing and Prancing Mirror Ball Trophy goes to Derek Pooh Rose, who continued to demonstrate his ability to break down opposing defenses off the dribble, scoring 19 on 7 of 10 shooting while also dishing 7 assists. And the sad stat of the game? The Knicks have given up 20 points to the opposing team's starting point guard in each of their last five games. This day in Sad Knicks history, April 24th, 2011, Boston 101, New York 89. This completed a first round sweep by the Celts. The Knicks shot 24% in the first half, including Amari's 1 for 10. He ended up 5 for 20. Ouch. Carmelo showed up with 32 points, 9 rebounds but not enough. Rondo rondoed for 21 points and 12 assists. Garnett got 20 of his 26 in the second half after a fiery talking to by Doc Rivers. Barrett driving baseline, dishing off to Rose. Shot clock at one. Rose puts it up and hits. Second time Rose has beat the clock. Nine additional points per game during the month of April. Yeah, and the timely hooping as well, especially by Barrett in clutch time. Top and wide open from three with the shot clock winding down. Julius Randle scored 30. Again. R.J. Barrett had an incredible second half. Again. And the Knicks won. Again. 
The team sits at fourth in the Eastern Conference standings, and a large part of that is not Randall or Barrett or even their stifling defense. It is the play coming from their backup guards, Derrick Rose and Emmanuel Quigley. All year, the dependence on Alfred Payton playing big minutes at the one had Knicks fans calling for a midseason trade or at least a rotation changeup. Fast forward to this current winning streak where Derrick Rose is playing 27 minutes and scoring 17 points a game, as well as claiming his spot as the team's closing point guard. Quickly has also been getting more and more burn of late, averaging 24 minutes over the last four games. Has Tibbs seen the light? Is the Alfred Payton love affair finally over. Tibbs is stubborn. Look, we all know that. That's how we're at the four seed right now with basically the same starting lineup as last year. No joke. Okay. I'd love to say the Tibbs seen the light, but um, what we're seeing right now is because Alec Burks is out. We saw Frank earlier because of injuries too. Things will return to stasis once Burks is back and Alfred will continue to muck things up. What is stasis with this team? What is the role of Alfred Payton? He's like an opener on, on the Tampa Bay Rays. He comes out there to eat up minutes so that you can preserve your vintage Ferrari, Derek Rose, who can go 90 miles an hour ripping down the highway, but you never know when that's going to blow out and give out on it. The Knicks are 8-2 and two when Derek Rose scores 17 or more, and they are 7-3 and three when Quigley makes four or more threes. When these guys succeed, it turns into victories. I've been saying it all season. Our bench is the reason for our success. It's where we overmatch most of our opponents. And when Rose and Quickly are locked in, there's generally a W. Um, but like, are these heavy minutes going to catch up with D Rose? I feel like I'm constantly watching his minutes. And when he gets to 20 minutes, I'm like, uh-oh, D Rose is back to expire. We have to find a way to keep him in that 20 to 25 minute range so that we get the best results out of him. The fact that he assisted on two OB Toppin threes today and got that kid's confidence going through the roof just shows you the impact he can have on this team. I mean, you do get to see a glimpse of what this team is like with elite point guard play when Derrick Rose is clicking on the level that he's clicking at. So yeah, preserving him for the playoff run is extremely important. And I'm really excited to see what it's like when we go against the real thing Monday night in Chris Paul. That's a winnable game in some ways because Phoenix is going to be coming off a back-to-back against Brooklyn. The way the Knicks match up against the starting point guards across the Eastern Conference playoff spectrum is rough on the defensive end. We've seen it throughout this winning streak and all season. Derrick Rose gets burned by the best point guards in the league. Quickly isn't given enough reps to catch up. And Alfred Payton, for all the love of him as a defensive stalwart, he gets fucked up all the time. It's tough. I mean, you look down the stretch of playoff contenders in the East, and you're going to be facing an elite offensive weapon at the point guard. What I've seen from Rose is an increased defensive effort, getting out and contesting three-pointers, and that's really all you can expect out of him on the defensive end. You can't expect him to go one-on-one against a guy like Kyrie Irving, an elite playmaking guard. The good thing with the Alfred Payton situation, and it's going to be continue to be a situation, 
Randall figured out how to get himself going early tonight, despite the fact that he was on the floor with Alfred Payton mucking things up and slowing down the offense. We have guys that can create their own shot. Alfred can create nothing for anybody except for turnovers and missed layups and rejections. So the positive sign that I see is that Julius Randall's playmaking chops are just blooming more and more with every game. My positive take is that Derrick Rose is the closer. All year, Tibbs has been toying with what that lineup looks like. No RJ. Quickly sometimes, Peyton, Burks, Rivers, like you name it, they've been given the chance to close out games. And Derrick Rose, you said it, he needs to be preserved. Because Vintage Rose is an asset that brings us victories as a team. Big Blunt Energy! The Raptors are in exile in Florida. Tampa. Ugh. Florida, where America goes to die. All because Canada is being fucking selfish. We gotta do the NBA champion from two years ago better. I've got a solution, everybody. Canada and United States need to merge into one super country. Think about it. Free health care. Legal weed. No Tampa Bay Raptors. R.J. Barrett, Drake, and Celine Dion are now American. I mean, plus, it's like North America. Like, we're all the same. The NHL doesn't have to have a separate Canada division, and the Raptors get to return to one of the best North American cities, aka the substitute New York, Toronto. Much love to Toronto and a skeptical eye to Tampa Bay. We're watching you, Florida. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait, and always remember, the Knicks are 18-7 and since trading Dennis Smith Jr. for Derrick Rose in games he has played.